today on Transforming Lives. God's desire is that we allow Him to flow in our lives and to allow the, 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 the power of the Holy Spirit to flow from this church to bring healing, deliverance, and blessings to the people that we face. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Amen. Open your Bibles, please, to Ezekiel chapter 47. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 47. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to read from verses 9. To 12, Ezekiel chapter 47. I want to read from verses 9 to 12. Let's stand and read together, please. <clears throat> Those of you who are at home um, or streaming with us, let's just stand to read the word of God together. Hallelujah. At the count of two, we'll all read together. Ezekiel chapter 47, verses 9 to 12. 1, 2. And it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the river goes will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there. For there will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. It shall be that fishermen will stand by it from Engiliath to an alien. There will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kind as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. But its swarm and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt along the banks of the river on the side that and that will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither, and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month, because their waters water flow from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be food, and their leaves for medicine. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We bless you, Lord, because you are faithful and true. We thank you for the river of God. We thank you, Lord for the faithfulness of your spirit. We thank you, Lord, for all that you are doing by your spirit. Quicken us and strengthen us. Perfect your will in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. You may be seated. Amen. We are continuing our series on the power of God is present to heal. The last time we minister, we share with you on the first principle of healing. And, we told, um, and that is healing is the, God's will. 
we share with you four reasons why healing is God's will. They are God's word reveal his will, God's nature reveal his will, Jesus revealed the will of God, uh, reveals the will of God, and Jesus healed all who came to him. Today we want to teach on a second principle of healing, and that is the church is God's center for healing. We want to share with you four reasons why the church is God's center for healing. They are one, the floodgates of heaven are open, Christ's purpose for his church, God is a healing God, and the church is God's solution to the world. Amen. So let's look at each one of these, and I want to share with you. Now, the Bible tells us in the passage that we read in Ezekiel, it says that um, in, in um, Ezekiel chapter 47, beginning at verse 9, it says, every, And it shall come to pass that every living thing that moves wherever the river goes will live. There will be very, a very great multitude of fish, because these waters go there, for they will be wherever the river goes. It shall be that the fishermen will stand by it from Engidia to Enelion. There will be places for spreading the nets. Their fish will be of the same kind as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. And then the Bible tells us in verse 12, that along the river bank, um, that the, the river will flow from the sanctuary, and wherever the fruit will, will be for food and their leaves for medicine. God is saying something specifically in this particular passage concerning what he wants to do. When we look at what God is doing, God desires that the river of God, the Holy Spirit, flows from his church and perfect his will and his kingdom in our lives. And it is important for us to open our lives and open our hearts to what God wants to do. Uh, if the Bible tells us in this passage, the, the river here is a representation of the Holy Spirit that is flowing from the, the throne of God. And the Bible tells us on the day of Pentecost uh, uh, in Acts chapter 2 that the Holy Spirit came down and then he manifested himself and the Holy Spirit being in this life so all along. And he is pouring out his grace and his love and his power through his church to make the church of God a healing center, to make the church of God the solution of God's representative here on earth so that people can come and experience the greatness and the goodness of God in their lives. Notice the Bible tells us in this passage, he said there will be many fish. Now fish in the scripture is the same representation of souls. So what God is saying to us is that when the church understands its purpose, when the church grabs what God's intention and allows the Holy Spirit to flow, the harvest of souls will be great. Because we as children of God will be able to share the gospel so that people can come into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. If that's God's plan and that's God's desire. God's desire is that we allow Him to flow in our lives and to allow the, 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 the power of the Holy Spirit to flow from His church to bring healing, deliverance, and blessings to the people that we face. The challenge that the church faces today is that sometimes it is difficult for us to allow ourselves to be channels through which the divine power of God can flow. Amen. We need to allow ourselves and open our lives to allow God's power to flow through us unhindered. On, um, in the early church, when the church was birthed, in, on, on the day of Pentecost, the disciples allowed God to flow freely from their lives. And if we allow, if we as the church, we allow God to flow freely from our lives, we, we, we uh, operate from the place of rest, trusting God and allowing Him to do His work in and through us, we experience the same return and the same manifestation that the early church experienced when they start. God is the same God. He is the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he desired to manifest himself powerfully by making the church his healing center. He wants to use the church as his avenue so that people who are sick, people who are hurting, people who are in need, people who are lost, who are in bondage, people who are bound, they can come and they can experience the grace and the power of God. Amen. It's important for us to allow God. God's healing power is being released now. And God's desire is not only that you be the, the pastors and the teachers and the evangelists and the ministers, but God wants every member of his body to flow and allow the power of God to flow through their lives. God wants all of us to flow through our lives. God wants all of us to manifest the grace and the power of God in our lives so that His grace can work. God is not looking for special people. God wants all His entire body, the entire body of Christ, you and I, to manifest the grace and the power of God. And that's what happened in the early church. It was not only the apostles that were walking and they, uh, uh, operating in miracles, but the entire church. The Bible says the Lord added to the church daily. As the believers went out in the, the community, ministering there, people came and experienced the grace and the power of God. And it is so important for us to believe God and allow God to work in and through our lives as channels. Say amen. Say amen. The flow of God's power is being released and every one of us can be instruments for God's power to flow through us. The power that is being released from the truth of God, it is the Holy Spirit and as it enters the church, everything that comes true, the Bible says when the river flows, from the, the, the sanctuary of God, everything along the river or everything that came in contact with the river was healed. Everything that came in contact with the river experienced the grace and the power of God. And as we open our lives, everything or everyone that comes in contact with us will experience the grace and the power of God and allow God to do His work. 
in and through us. Amen. So the floodgates of heaven is already open. The floodgates are open. God has already poured out his spirit upon the eye. The Holy Spirit is here. It is flow, the river of God is flowing. Jesus said, he said, if anyone tries to let him come unto me and drink out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water in the bath. And John said he was talking about the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit is in the eye right now. And as believers, we need to open our hearts and allow the river of God to flow in and through us to allow people to experience God's grace and God's power. Say hallelujah. We should not allow circumstances and situations to hinder us from experiencing the grace and the power of God. We need to stand because healing is our inheritance. The God, Jesus commissioned us. In fact, Jesus said to the seraphim, initial woman, he said, healing is the children's bread. It is our inheritance, and we can break off and, 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 and overcome those uh, um, things that hinder our lives to allow God to flow in and through us so that people can experience God's grace and God's healing power in the name of Jesus. The second reason why the, uh, 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 um, the, 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 the church is the healing center is because of Jesus' purpose for the church. The Bible tells us that when when Jesus came and died and um, lived and he died on the cross and he was about to ascend to, to heaven, he gave the disciples a commission. Jesus intended that the church will manifest the same grace, same power, same love, same commission, same healing, the same deliverance that he did. The body of Christ, when Jesus was on this earth, physically, wherever he went, Jesus healed the sick, ministered to people, and showed them the, the revelation of God. And we are the body of Christ now. And so as the body of Christ, we also need to demonstrate the same power, the same grace, and the same anointing that Jesus demonstrated. We have to believe God. He is not looking for specialists. Jesus is looking for the entire body. Amen. Even if you are the hand or the finger or the toe or the, the ear or the eye, Jesus wants the entire body of Christ to manifest and demonstrate his power and his love and allow the grace and the power of God to flow. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 21, in fact, turn there, Matthew chapter 21. In Matthew chapter 21, the Bible tells us about Jesus cleansing the temple. Um, there are two places, two times in Jesus' ministry where Jesus cleansed the temple. The first time he cleansed the temple was in John chapter 2, verse 15, where the Bible says Jesus went into the temple and he cleansed the temple because the people were, were selling in the temple and he turned over the money change, uh, um, changers and, and he told them that my father shall be, the, the, I mean, they shall be the, 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 the temple, the house of prayer and not a, a den of teeth. In, in Matthew chapter 21, we see another sample of what, when Jesus cleansed the temple. Um, the Bible tells us that Jesus went into the temple and he saw 
that the church or the, the synagogue at the time, which is the representative of the church now, the, uh, um, was not functioning the way it was meant to function. And the Bible says Jesus got angry and he began to cleanse the temple. And in Matthew chapter 21 verse 12, the Bible says, And, and Jesus went into the temple and cast out all of those who sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves, doves. And he said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a dent of thieves. Okay? He said, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a dent of thieves. Now when you look at and it, what Jesus is saying is very, very interesting. Very, very, uh, uh, um, something we can look at it two ways. One, the church of God, the temple of God, the, the, the building where we come and, uh, um, to, to, uh, um, to worship on a regular basis. The house of God, the community, the community of believers, we need to make sure that our lives are reflecting the purpose of Jesus and not being a house of prayer. Okay, and that, that means that whatever we do here should be in relationship to contact God, to communicate with God, to allow God to, to uh, uh, come down and for our relationship with God to manifest. Okay, everything we do uh, um, in this place should be to glorify God and to lift him up. And so that God's will and God's purposes can be done. But also, individually, we are the temple of God. And so individually, our lives should be, we should be people of prayer. Corporately and individually. And then look at what Jesus said. He said, my house should be called a house of prayer. But you have made it a den of thieves. Say a den of thieves. Now, what was he saying? They were changing, they were exchanging money, they were selling and they were buying, they were they are made it the, the, the synagogue a place of merchandise. Now, when you look at the story and you look at the context, basically what they what they were doing is that when 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 they uh, 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 um, Jews went went to the temple, they needed to sacrifice, and so what, what happened is some of the priests were selling the, the sheep that needed to be sacrificed, and then they had people who were exchanging money because they were not, if they come from, from afar and travel, they would come with money and they needed to change the different currency. And so you would say, well, maybe they was doing some things and, and, and what have you, but what the, the focus of the church or the temple or the synagogue was not to do what they were doing it was not to exchange money or become a merchandise center. It was supposed to glorify God and allow people of need to come and be blessed. Because if you notice in verse 13 and 14, I mean 14, where as soon as Jesus cleansed the temple, the Bible says that the blind came in, the limb came to him, and he healed them. You see, prior to Jesus cleansing the temple, the blind and the lame were not being healed. Because the temple now had become, were changed 
to a den of thieves. That means what? What is a thief? A thief is some uh, um, someone who takes something secretly, right? And so, if we are not focusing on God's purpose in our lives, the devil will come in and steal. He will come in and and begin to rob us and take things from our lives secretly. And so, the Bible is telling us that we need to retain our focus. Jesus, the purpose of the church is to be a house of prayer, a center of healing, a place of where people can come and be delivered. The Bible tells us when Jesus cleansed the temple, the blind came in, the lame came in, and they were healed, and they were delivered. Amen? Jesus wants us to cleanse our lives, cleanse the temple, so that we can allow God, grace, and God's power to flow from and through us. Whenever we, have, we begin to put other things in higher priority than what the purpose that God has set for the church, the devil comes in and steals. He said, Jesus said, we have made it a den of thieves, or they have made it a den of thieves. So when you, when you change the focus and start focusing on other things, and sometimes it may, be, it, it may seem good, focusing on program, focusing on, on this other thing or that other thing, and you take your eyes off what it is that Jesus has called the church to do, if the church becomes a den of thieves. And we need to be careful. God wants us to look at the spiritual condition of our lives and of the church and trust him to allow his plan and his purposes. We need to go back to the basics, so to speak. The purpose of the church is not to become a merchandise center or to become a program center or to, to, to become uh, um, so, so um, caught up in things that we are not focusing on reaching the lost, healing the sick, and ministering to those who desire God's grace and God's blessing. You see, sometimes as believers, we make it difficult for the unbelievers to come to the church because we have all of our own hang-ups and we put so many obstacles before people to, for them to come. But we need to be like Jesus. The Bible says Jesus was a friend of sinners. Jesus reached out to those who, who were considered outcasts. He ministered unto them. And he reached out to them and he allowed God to touch their lives. Amen. We need to take out all of those things that hinder. Amen. We need to make sure that our relationships, that the love of God is flowing from our heart, that the Holy Spirit has freedom to flow in and through our lives so that people can be healed, saved, and delivered. We need to allow God to do his work. The church should become a house of prayer, a place of intercession, a place of healing, a place where people's needs can be met, where people can come and experience the supernatural power of the living God. That's what the church is all about, that people can come and be accepted, they don't have to worry and think that when they come in, they will not be accepted. Jesus accepts all of us, and he wants us 
the change. He doesn't uh, um, keep us in our sin. He, he accepts us, and then he changes us as, uh, from the inside out. And that's how we should be. Amen. Notice the Bible says, the Bible referred to in this passage that we read in Ezekiel. He said there will be many fish. How many fishermen go to fish and when he catches the fish, he cleans the fish before he catches the fish. Nobody cleans the fish before you catch the fish. You have to catch the fish first. You catch the fish with everything that the fish has. Amen. And sometimes we want to clean the fish before we catch the fish. Amen. God is not like that. God wants the fish just the way it is. Amen. And as long as we live in this world, people have hang-ups. And so we need to reach out and show them the love of God. Amen. There are three stories in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 15, that talks about a lost sheep, a lost coin, and a lost son. Amen. And those three stories talk, Jesus, when Jesus shared those stories, he talked about those stories, he talked about how it is important to share the gospel. Concerning the lost sheep, Jesus said that if you have, if a man have a hundred sheep and one is missing, he leaves the ninety and nine and go after the one. That is so important. You may think that, well, I have 99, one is insignificant, so I can forget it. But he said, no, he leaves the 99 and pursue the one. So what Jesus is saying, thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm -hmm.